Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 11th of December, the 345th day of 2023. 20 days are ahead of us on our way to 2024. Those days will undoubtedly in Downeast Maine bring a multifarious selection of meteorological offerings, wide fluctuations in temperature and wind speeds that afford the sort of general climatic inhospitality that keeps this region livable. Otherwise, everyone would want to move here. Take, for example, the wind, the way it travels across our landscape and through our bones when we happen to be standing among the gusts. Poet Emily Dickinson contemplates these phenomena in Of All the Sounds Dispatched Abroad, When Winds Go Round and Round in Bands and Thrum Upon the Door. Many of us have inadvertently built our own anemometers into the structures we inhabit, or they were built into the structures we inherited. The window sash a tad loose in its frame, or the pane in its sash, or the latch of the wood door playing freely, rattling to the rhythms of the wind surging and then waning. And a good-looking late fall we have so far on this cusp of the next season— Heavenward, the first part of this week, hopeful viewers of the bold, white, bright, geminid meteor showers have the advantage of December's new moon occurring tomorrow and allowing for the relatively dark sky favorable to our glimpsing perhaps 100 to 120 meteors per hour the next few nights. The radiant for those showers is the bright star Castor in the constellation Gemini, east in the night sky. And potentially the Ursid meteor showers, with their radiant being the Little Dipper in the north-northeast sky around midnight, will be viewable also this week, though not in as great a number as the Geminids. Today in 1620 on the Julian or old-style calendar, the Mayflower pilgrims came ashore in Plymouth Bay, traditionally held to be Plymouth Rock. The full-scale replica known as Mayflower II, which is moored in Plymouth Harbor, is well worth seeing and boarding, so as to imagine how in the world 102 passengers were able to successfully sail on such a small vessel from Plymouth, England to Plymouth, New England. After arrival in the New World, half of those passengers would perish during the first winter. Today in 1844, the first recorded use of nitrous oxide in dentistry occurred in Hartford, Connecticut. Today in 1936, British monarch King Edward VIII announced in a radio broadcast that he would be abdicating the throne to marry his true love, Wallace Simpson, an American socialite and divorcee. Today in 1961, Elvis Presley's Blue Hawaii album went to number one and stayed there for 20 weeks. Also in 1961, U.S. President John Kennedy today provided U.S. military helicopters and crews to South Vietnam. Today in 1964, a Time magazine review of her breakout essay, Notes on Camp, called Susan Sontag one of Manhattan's brightest intellectuals. The essay that considers the meanings and connotations of the word camp was Sontag's first contribution to the Partisan Review and would appear in her debut collection, Against Interpretation.
Also today in 1964, during revolutionary Che Guevara's speech at the United Nations General Assembly, an unknown terrorist in Queens fired a 3.5-inch bazooka round at the UN building, but succeeded only in hitting the middle of the East River, creating a momentary geyser of water and rattling the windows of the UN building. And today in 1967, director Stanley Kramer's Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, starring Katherine Hepburn, Spencer Tracy, and Sidney Poitier, premiered in New York City. And today in 1949, in Los Angeles, California, Terry Garr was born to original Rockettes dancer and hosiery model Phyllis Lind and song and dance man Eddie Ganaud. Who had, who, who had met while performing on the Jimmy Durante show. Naturally inclined, Terry started dancing at age six and was hoping for a show business career, though her father discouraged her, saying, don't be in this business. It's the lowest. It's humiliating to people. Terry recalls, he would sit in front of the TV extremely depressed, watching the shows and saying he'd missed the boat with TV. He drank. He died of a heart attack when I was 11. But Terry was determined to become a show business success, affirming, I absolutely went after it with blinders on. Was I compensating for my father? I don't know. A lot of kids do that, pick up the ball and keep running. I knew I was not going to let certain things stop me, whatever stopped him. Terry's mother, Phyllis, struggled, yet managed to make ends meet for herself, her daughter, and two sons by working as a costume maker, even paying for Terry's dance lessons. In her senior year of high school, Terry auditioned for a part in a production of West Side Story, but was rejected. So she changed her clothes and tried again. The auditioners did not recognize her, and this time she won the job. Subsequent success included appearances in many television shows such as Star Trek, Shindig, and the Sonny and Cher Comedy Hour. And she danced in films such as Elvis Presley's Viva Las Vegas. Her first starring role was in Mel Brooks's 1974 Young Frankenstein as the doctor, doctor's buxom, buxom assistant. Today is also the birthday in 1475 of Pope Leo X in 1781 of Scottish physicist and inventor of the kaleidoscope David Brewster. In 1803, a French composer of Symphony Fantastique, Hector Berlioz. In 1843, of Nobel Prize winning German bacteriologist, Robert Koch. In 1849, of Swedish writer and feminist Ellen Key. In 1863, of American stellar spectroscopist Annie Jump Cannon. In 1882, of New York City Mayor Fiorella LaGuardia. And of Nobel Prize winning German quantum physicist Max Born. In 1904, of American cartoonist Marjorie Henderson Buell. In 1915, of Dutch actress Anna von Beers, in 1918 of Russian writer Alexander Solzhenitsyn, in 1919 of American actress Marie Windsor, in 1921 of British actress Liz Smith, 
Smith. In 1922, of American poet Grace Paley. In 1923, of American actress Betsy Blair. In 1926, of American R&B singer and songwriter Big Mama Thornton. In 1927, of Norwegian Alpine Olympian skier Stein Erikson. In 1931, of British actress Anne Haywood and of Puerto Rican actress Rita Moreno. In 1939, of American civil rights and anti-war activist Tom Hayden. In 1943, of American actress Donna Mills and of U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry. In 1946, of American actress Linda Day George. And in 1961, of American bass player Daryl Jones. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to the 12th official week of autumn and to the 49th week of 2023 with the winter solstice right around the corner.